welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org. Roger is coming to speak. Thank you, Lord, for Roger. Thank you for his willingness to speak. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, you would anoint him now and that we would have ears to hear what he has to say. Just come, Holy Spirit, speak to us this morning. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. And uh, I hope that this morning I'm going to be an ambassador for Christ, as just as Dave bought. And, uh, and I will be mentioning Andrew Davis. Uh, I've got him down as Andrew Davies, but it's Andrew Davis, uh, about something that he brought to the church. And this morning, what I want to share is what I believe God has given me about unity and the calling of God for his people. And that's us, Church in the Peak, specifically Church in the Peak. But I want to uh, say this is a word for the local church. But it is specifically because I'm going to refer to what Andrew Davies bought, Andrew Davis bought uh, earlier this year. Uh, so this is for all of us. So unity... I'm going to just take my specs off because it's a little distraction. (coughs) The dictionary, and it doesn't matter what dictionary you look at because it's not really that important, although it just gives us some context about our English language, says that unity is the state of being united or joined as a whole. Well, I'm sure that uh, when you think about unity that there'll be a lot of scriptures that come to mind. Because the Bible's full of scriptures about unity, and there may be one that actually speaks to you personally. So I'm just going to show us a few of them. Just thank you for, see if Georgia is uh, able to get them. Uh, Acts 2, verse 42, and I'm going to read from the ESV. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had everything in common. Now that sounds like a church in action. That sounds like unity in action to me. If we look at Ephesians 4, Ephesians 4 is just full of unity. I'm just going to read the first three verses. I, therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in the manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Yes, Lord. I'm just going to do one more, but I'll I'll point you to a few others. That's 1 Peter 3, verse 8. Uh, If we can have that. Finally, all of you, have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. 
This is our calling. Finally, all of you, have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. A couple of others for those who are making notes, you can look it up for yourselves. John 17, 23, Ephesians 4, verse 13. But like I said, the whole of Ephesians 4 is full of unity for the body of Christ. So I said I wanted to talk about our calling. We we should all know this, but uh, I had to look it up. The Church in the Peak mission. uh, And our mission is we exist to worship God and encounter his presence. Committed to advancing his kingdom through local church communities caught up in mission here and to the nations. So I'll just repeat that. This is our mission. This is the mission of our church. We exist to worship God and encounter his presence. Committed to advancing his kingdom through local church communities. Caught up in mission here and to the nations. Amen. Yes, amen to that. Dave Harper, last week, he reminded us about the the prophetic foundation of the church. And we often hear it quoted, Isaiah 41, verse 18, from the NIV, because that's the way we recorded it. I'm just going to do the first bit. I will make rivers flow on barren heights and springs within the valleys. I will make rivers flow on barren heights and springs within the valleys. You see, that foundation, that prophetic foundation is alive in us as a church today. We haven't put that aside and buried it somewhere. That is and remains the cornerstone, the prophetic word for us as a church. But God speaks to us and he moves us on also. So he gives us opportunity to hear from him today. And I know that uh, over this last year, the last few months, a number of times we've gone back to or seen a part of the prophetic word that Andrew Davis brought. So I want to talk about... uh, First of all, before I go on to that, just about the universal calling of the church. Now, brothers and sisters across the world today are all worshipping Jesus because they believe the word of God. They've put their faith in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour. That he died and rose again, just as we were singing this morning. And we're here to make disciples And that's the universal call of the church. And yes, we say yes and amen to that too. Because our brothers and sisters across the world are praising the Lord Jesus today. And just like he speaks to the universal church through the word of God, he uses the prophetic to speak about individual churches. So it's the same for all the local churches. So whether you're, it's around here, there's All Saints, there's Holy Trinity, Mark Bath, St. Joseph's, uh, Lifeworks Hub up the road. 
And we can all hear from God. So I want to share what God has said specifically. What has he promised us at Church in the Peak? As I said, sometime uh, Andrew Davies, Davis uh, was at a leaders meeting in Manchester when he stepped up and he said, I have a, a prophetic word for Church in the Peak. And that was for Church in the Peak. And on our website, we've got four slides that represent um, that promise. And the first one is, in a book, you very often get a blank page between chapters. I can see for Church in the Peak, one chapter has ended, and there is a blank page before the next chapter begins. And the next one. There's a lot of history that's gone before that was good. But at this moment, you have a moment to dream about what you want to do in the Peak District. And it is the Peak District. So often you think, nation, nation, nation. God says, actually, at this moment, dream about the Peak District. And the next... Uh, slide what is it that God has given you to do right here right now in this community and who has God given you what is it that God has given you to do right here right now in this community and who has God given you and then the last uh, slide I see a picture of an empty warehouse it's in bits and it's being filled. It's for a season. Fill it for the big picture. The big picture. Now they've appeared on four slides, but actually it's one prophetic word. So I'm just going to repeat them. We won't put them up individually, but I'm just going to read them again and then I'm going to say a few bits. In a book, you very often see get a blank page between chapters. I can see for Church in the Peak, one chapter has ended and there is a blank page before the next chapter begins. That talks about adventure, doesn't it? But actually, you see, how do we write on that blank page? We write on it by... When God speaks to us and we believe that God is saying and calling us to do something, maybe like Limelight, we do Limelight Jigsaw Cafe, Food Bank, they're all things that uh, we as a church have a heart for. When God gives you something as an individual, he's not saying run off and write your own page. How we do this as a church is we bring what we believe God is calling us to, to the elders and we seek their spiritual authority on these matters. So we don't just run off and do something by ourselves. We say, no, Lord, we submit that to the elders. And the spiritual authority in this church rests with Neil, Peter, and Phil. And we thank the Lord for that appointed and anointed spiritual authority. There's a lot of history that's gone before that was good. 
Yes, that's right. But at this moment, you have a moment to dream about what you want to do in the Peak District. And it is the Peak District. So often you think nation, nation, nation. God says, actually, at this moment, dream about the Peak District. Yes, Lord. But I want to center on this particular bit. What is it that God has given you to do right here, right now in this community? And who has God given you? Yeah, Lord. And he finishes, I see a picture of an empty warehouse. It's in bits and it's being filled. It's for a season. Fill it for the big picture. The big picture. So the challenge for us is, are we in unity with the prophetic mission of this church? Are we in unity over the call of Church in the Peak? Or are you being distracted by the world, sin, or other things? Are you pouring all your time into your work, into your job, or the pursuance of money? Or do you have both feet in our camp, the camp of church in the peak. Every day, all week. Not just coming along on a Sunday morning or a group night. Are you pursuing sin, pornography, adultery, bingo, or other gambling when you leave here? All that brings is disunity. And he brings disunity. Don't the scriptures warn us that the devil is like a roaring lion roaming around trying to see who he can devour? But the word of God says also in Psalms, where brothers dwell together in unity, God commands the blessing. So I'm asking, where's your heart? Stop pursuing things of the world we've a calling each of us your calling is listen to what God is saying pray that back to him so how are we going to play our part what is it that God has given you to do right here right now in this community and who has God given you That's the question for your community groups this week. What are you doing? Will you ponder this prophetic word to the church here? Would you pray it in your times? Will you ponder over this word that you've been given? And then when you come together at group this week, would you say, yeah, what are we doing as a group that fulfills? What is it that God has given to you you to do right here, right now, in this community? I'm not just talking about Matlock. Just because we sit here, then we're talking about wherever you, wherever you live, that's your community. So what is it God has given you to do right here, right now, in this community? In the community where you live? In the community where you gather as brothers and sisters in group? That's the question I'd like you to think about. So I said we're brothers uh, gather. Dwell together in unity. Of course, uh, the actual words 
that I've got recorded in the New King James Version. It's Psalm 133. And it's entitled, Blessed Unity of the People of God. There's only three verses, but I'm just going to do verse 1 and finish with the end of verse 3. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And the second bit of verse 3 is, For the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Can we agree together with that? And let's step forward in the knowledge that God has called us to purpose. He is with us. Amen. Thank you, Roger. Well done. Very good. Clear, very clear. Uh, Where's Ali? We have the worship team back. Lord, I just pray that you would rest these things in our heart. Speak to us, Lord Jesus. I pray you'd challenge us even this week about what you have for us to do, Lord Jesus. Thank you that we have prophetic words that are given to the church to take us forward, to move us on. And we bless you for those words that have been given. Thank you that Andy just brought those, not even knowing that we were meeting in a warehouse, not even knowing that at that point in time it was indeed in bits we thank you Lord Jesus you've put it back together we thank you that we sit here this morning in this amazing space that you have given to us and we bless you for that Jesus thank you for your goodness to us as a church as Dave preached last week over the last 25, 30 years we thank you for that you're always with us Lord Jesus we love your presence And we just want to continue with you, Lord Jesus. Continue to learn of you. Continue to listen to what you have to say to us as a church. Thank you for all the things that we do already. We pray you would lead us and guide us in the coming days, Lord Jesus. We want to be led by the Holy Spirit. Everything we do, we bring before you, Lord Jesus, and just say, own it, Lord Jesus. Take us on with you. In the coming days, we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for speaking so clearly to us this morning through the worship, through so many different people bringing words. Thank you, it's not just one person standing at the front. So many gifts that you have given to the church. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. Increase each one of us individually, spiritually. May we grow in you in the coming days, I pray. Lord Jesus, we're open to hearing from you. We want to learn of you. We want to go on with you, Jesus. So take us on. Take us on with you, Jesus, we pray. Lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen.